welcome to The Neighbor Next Door. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, and uh, this is a podcast where we invite awesome neighbors onto the front porch so that we can learn from them and be inspired by them. Uh, I'm joined on the front porch, as usual, by my colleague and neighboring, Adam Barlow-Thompson. Hello, good neighbors. Thanks for listening to the podcast again. Uh, We've got a special guest for you today on the podcast, and he is our neighbor in vocation, because his church, where he's the pastor at, Uh is right next door, across the street from our office. So Mm -hmm. our workplace is our neighbor's. And we've gotten to know Ricardo for a while now and love him so much that we were like, hey, will you work with us? Like, yeah. can we just, <laughs> if we like give you some money, will you hang out with us more? Yes. <laughs> so, so he said yes to that. And yes. so Ricardo's actually now, you know, working with us to develop some of our neighboring programs and work in the neighborhood and um, hopefully do some speaking about neighboring as we move forward into 2020. So welcome to the front porch, Ricardo Harris. Well, thank you guys. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think I feel like we should give a word to our listeners that Ricardo's probably uh, has the highest energy level yes. of anybody that I know. <laughs> yeah. So when yeah. you're listening to this podcast, be it's, just be ready, uh, be ready yeah. to move. Because that's why we hired him because we were like, yeah, oh, it's such a drag around here. <laughs> we need we need some energy. <laughs> well, that's not true, but but it's awesome to yeah. He just brings a great energy. So. So, yeah, so I'm really thankful you're on our team and really appreciate you coming sure. on uh, onto our podcast. Growing up, neighbors were everything to me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I grew up in a neighborhood and uh, right here in Wichita where uh, you, you knew your neighbors. I knew everyone on my street. When I say everyone, I knew everyone at every house. I can tell you that right now. I can ride down that street right now. Mm-hmm, Some yeah. of the houses are gone now, but I say, okay, you know, Miss Daly lived right there. Mr. Mm-hmm. Franklin lived there. You know, mm-hmm. Mr. Wood lived there. All of, I can talk. I knew that. Huh. But the reason I knew them is because I respected them and I heard from them. You know, they, you know, mm. uh, the old saying, it takes a village, right, to, yeah, to, to raise yeah. a child. Um, we played outside every day. Yeah, you know? yeah. Now, we had video games, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes, uh, yes. You know, when Atari came out, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm yes. thinking about all the Atari little sticks I broke because, you know, we were playing. <laughs> You know, yeah, but most of the time we were outside, yeah, mm-hmm. we were required to be outside, and I think it, it and, and being outside, you learned about yourself, you learned about the environment, but you learned about your neighbors, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And if I'm doing something I'm not supposed to be doing, yeah, mm-hmm. somebody checked me, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, hey, you know, hey, you, <laughs> you don't have no business doing that, what are you doing, right. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and it makes you pause. It made me pause because mm-hmm. we were taught to respect one another. We were mm-hmm. taught to respect our elders, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's in the neighborhood. I remember one time I'm on the bus. I'm on the city bus. We rode the city bus every week to oh. Town East. Okay. Oh, yeah. We didn't have a lot of money, but that was just a tradition. That's what we did. Hmm. We got on the city bus. The city bus took us to townies 
one day I'm on the city bus and I'm and I'm 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 just kind of just being a butthole, really. I am. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm. I'm be honest. I was. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all, how old are you? Oh, uh, like, I could have been twelve, maybe. Yeah, but okay. I was, you know, yeah, I was yeah. young. That, you know. That, yeah. Yeah. That's a that's an age for yeah. buttholes. Yeah. So, so so I'm on I'm on this bus and I'm just doing something. Just really, I don't remember what it was, but I'm just acting out. That's what I'm doing, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and there's an older lady that was on the bus, and the older lady. She grabs me and she says, you know, you weren't raised like this. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, I'm picturing, I said, I don't know her, but maybe she knows my mama or my dad. <laughs> and if she knows them, I'm in trouble. Yes. So the rest of the bus ride, needless to say, I sat there like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 But it was those interactions like that 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 helped to shape and to mold me into, you know, who I am, mm-hmm. who I am today. You know, yeah, so, you yeah. Know, so, and, and I can relate to that. Like I remember, because uh, I I grew up in a small town where I, I I remember one time my PE teacher we were playing baseball in in uh, PE, and um, I was up to bat and hit the ball. And my PE teacher said, oh, man, you swing a bat just like your uncle. And I thought, how do you know who my uncle is? Right? <laughs> like, and, and, you know, because he went to high school with my uncle and they, you know, they had been friends. And so it was like that kind of connection. And mm-hmm. like, like you said, like, who knows who knows my parents? Right. And yeah. Right. So. I'm curious. So there's that that element of like discipline, the S- right? Right. Were there other ways that you experienced neighbors that, as far as like, yeah, was there a sweet neighbor on the block? Oh that yeah, y'all, there, was, there were sweet neighbors. Absolutely, the lady next door, Miss Van, she was sweet, mm-hmm. uh, very sweet people. Um, but one thing that I, that I that I I appreciate that about my, even my childhood is about the fact that those neighbors, that if I was in trouble. Not because of a discipline or me doing something wrong, but if mm-hmm. I was afraid, mm-hmm. mm. you know, yeah, they reassured me uh, and made me feel mm. safe. You know, right? Yeah, they made yeah. me feel safe. Like everything is gonna be all right. Nobody's gonna bother you here. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody's yeah. gonna bother you here. And so, so you know, like I said, I knew everybody on my block. I knew everybody on the next block and 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 around because that's that's what we, we you know that's what we played. We played in the street. Right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, we played in the street. We're mm-hmm. playing football and baseball. We're playing some making up games. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. The boys played with the girls. There were no, hey, this is the boy game and this is the girl game. Yeah, we played jacks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. We played everything. Yeah, hopscotch, yeah. every jump rope. We did everything. <laughs> we did all those things, and and you know, and I think about that. So those experiences, I was able to teach my 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 daughters and my son how to do these things because I, I, I learned it all. They weren't boy games or girl games. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of value in all those connections that are in the neighborhood. Very much so. Cause they mm. are giving you that safety. Like the yeah. connections are what's creating the safety to go play yeah. in the street. Right. And you knew mm. that. And yeah. You know, Hey, they were right there and you could, 
ask different people. And then, so the other thing I think about too, is not only the older neighbors, there were some, some, you know, teenage neighbors, you know, mm. the, just oh, a yeah. little bit older, yeah. uh, who, you know, gave you advice, mm. good or bad. <laughs> I was going to say, what kind of advice? You know what I mean? Hey, yeah. when you like that girl, this is what you do, you know? <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah. You know, I'm serious. So, so you, yeah. you, you had you had those 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 neighbors who were there. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, there was a guy, an older guy. He was about mm, 15, 16 years older than than I am, and he lived two two doors down from my grandmother. My earliest memory of him, everybody called me by my nickname, right? So I have this nickname called Wakey, right? So everybody called me this name. This dude called me a different name, and I never understood it. It didn't make sense to me. Yeah. Oh. He called me Sage. Just Sage? Sage. I'm like, I'm thinking, this dude is crazy. (laughs) He doesn't, maybe he's been smoking. Maybe he's, you know what I mean? I don't know, right? Is it, this is a neighbor? It's a neighbor. Yeah. Who's a neighbor? He called me Sage. That's what he called me. He called me Sage. Hmm. All the way up. Uh huh. Right? Yeah. So my grandma moved from that place. And you were never like, hey, dude, that's not my name? No, I never did. I never did that. He called Sage. I answered. Okay, hey, yeah, he's talking to me. You <laughs> <Yeah>. know? <laughs> so about 12, 13 years ago, um, his brother was in town. Um, there was a death in the family, and he called me up, and I went by to see him. And, and he said, hey, let's call Gary. Gary was the guy, oh, the guy's name. He hmm. called Gary on the phone and said, hey, man, I got Wakey here. Yeah. He said, I remember you. He said, do you remember what I called you? I said, yeah, um. I do. You called me Sage. He said, do you know why I called you Sage? I said, no, I don't remember. I don't know why you called me Sage. Hmm. He says, Sage means a wise man. Hmm. And he said, from a very early age, hmm. I saw you as a wise person. Wow. That's Dang. what I saw. I saw you as a wise person. I, it blew me away. I'm sitting there like, what? <laughs> Right? Sure. He said, you didn't play like other kids played. You watched. Mm. And I saw the wisdom in you, so I called you Sage. Hmm. Now, I brought that story up to say that sometimes the people around us help to shape our identity. Yeah. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So here I am, all of these years later, and the wisdom that I have... I share that. Yeah. yeah. As a pastor, right? Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Yeah. That's what I do. So how could he see that? Yeah. Yeah. That long ago. Wow. That's good. Oh my And it's God. I mean, it is so true. Like you are being shaped by the people that you are around. And if you intentionally put yourself around your neighbors, they're gonna they see you in a different way than like your coworkers or your, mm-hmm. you know, just friends from who don't maybe live near you. Like neighbors see, there's like, it's because they're in a way stranger. Like you just, you didn't choose to live next to them, but then they're right. like also observing. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a different mm-hmm. lens to see people through. Yeah. That's really. And, and they see you as you are. I mean, when you're right. at home, 
You're right? at home. It's just like, I'm this... having a bad day, but this is my home. I can't hide it. Or I'm having a good day. I don't have to put know. on a mask. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. have to yeah. be anybody else. I can be myself. Yeah. The other day I was thinking, this is, the other day I was like, I had to get the trash out because the, our, our recycling guy comes at like, 6 30 oh. in the morning yeah, so, so you got to get it uh, yeah. out the night before or you're done <laughs> yeah and i it was like probably 10 30 and i had all had almost boxers and a white t-shirt oh. <laughs> and i was like i'm doing it because <laughs> your neighbor but if my neighbors would have looked out they would have seen me as i am <laughs> but i don't do that in my professional life right. but at home i'm like whatever right. <laughs> but that's i mean they, so if neighbors pay attention like they definitely have a different perspective on you than other yeah. people it's interesting So two questions that I had thinking about your childhood and knowing everybody on your block. Right. Um, one is, were there were there gatherings? Like how did so for the kids knew everybody because you all were out playing. We were. How, how did adults connect on the block? Well, you know what? I, you know, I never thought about that. I mean, you know, when I was, you know, I can think about a couple of parties. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That uh-huh. that that you know. Um, we went to and that was in the backyard of a, a neighbor, you know, right. yeah. uh, um, you know, that, that happened, but it did, it, there were, there weren't a lot of gatherings. There were okay. not necessarily a lot of gatherings at all mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I can remember, you know, yeah. was it a named value from like your family or was it more like just, this is the culture of the area? I don't know. Yeah. I really don't know. I moved in that neighborhood when I was five or six years old. Mm-hmm. Okay, I moved there. Um, we had just moved back from Kansas City. We lived in Kansas City for a while, and my dad was finishing up his bachelor's degree, and so we moved back here, and um, we moved in this area, and that's, I guess, the way it was. And 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 you know, my family, that you know, my dad was very um, a powerful person. He really was, you know, mm. you're talking about wise, right? That's the sage right there. Mm-hmm. He would, you know, give you some advice and it would blow my mind. It didn't make <laughs> sense sometime at the time, but I, I look at those lessons and those things that those nuggets that he gave me and, and those things is, is what I live by even today. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like I said, but no, no, really no gathering. It was just a, it might've been just how the neighborhood, neighbor, the neighborhood was, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm. You know, I think about that as a really the, the the neighborhood that you the way you describe it is is a really powerful illustration of social capital or social fabric where there's there is the expectation of if I'm an adult and I live on this block I can I can call a child you know there's that kind of yeah. I'm watching out absolutely I, I, it's my responsibility to help them be safe and also to keep an eye on them and. If they're misbehaving, I can challenge them and contact their parents, right? I mean, that, right. all of that, those are components of social capital. That's yeah. kind of interesting. And I mean, it, it becomes the, the unspoken rule of the neighborhood is that we connect and we do these things. And so you like naming that, like, I don't really know how I learned it. It just happened. It did. Mm-hmm. And it, so I've just been reading this book about um, how 
how our human behavior often mimics things that are found in nature. Mm. And the one that you just was mentioning, the author was how the starling, the bird, how it, how it flocks Mm. and the murmurations that it experiences. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they're all moving together. They look like they're moving in unison together. right? Right. And the way that it works is that each bird, individual bird is paying attention to the eight birds that are closest to it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dude, you messed me up with that one. You know that, right? <laughs> and here's why maybe the listener won't know, but yeah. one of our main things that we're doing right now is the Eight Front Door Project, yeah. where you mm-hmm. try to connect with the people who live in the Eight Front Doors closest to your own. Yeah. yeah. And so I read that, and my mind just like, like uh, exploded yes. on the spot. And wow. I, now, get this. The reason, the reason that starlings flock that way is one to avoid predators so they do it for safety yeah the second reason <laughs> the second reason they do it because it's fun it's fun it's they I mean, do it, it for enjoyment wow it is fun wow and i was like oh my god <laughs> this is like this is it is it is divinely patterned throughout the world that this is the one way that we can act and behave and and you don't have to be taught it you don't have to learn it you're just no. you're there and you're moving mm-hmm. with the community mm. it's just beautiful absolutely wow. love it i love it and i think about I, I, my childhood was very very different than my kids you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah, i think yeah. about that i think about that you know and you know um Growing Absolutely. up, raising my kids very, very different in that regard. Yeah, we know our neighbors, but it wasn't it wasn't the same. Yeah, right. It was it it was it, it, it was not the same. It really mm-hmm. wasn't the same at all. So. And it, yeah, so the she goes on to make the point that like the way that the starling does that is there has to be a proximity, and our proximity is too far now. It is, mm-hmm. and so our communities can't move together anymore. You can't. And so the same way, like, I mean, and, you know, I'm, you know, younger than you are, yeah. but even still remember feeling connected to my neighborhood differently than Prescott would if we were not more intentional about it. I mean, he's connected, but only because we've, we're like founded the neighboring movement. So <laughs> right. he's got to right. be. So, <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Connected. That's a, we're, we're just in a different time. Mm-hmm. Things have changed and you look at technology and you look at things, how things have advanced, you know, people are spending a lot more time, you know, just watching television or whatever it may be or iPad or, you know, tech technology. That's what people are. Mm-hmm. And we have a relationship with that device. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As opposed to having a relationship with, you know, the people in the house or even outside of the house. So, yeah. So relationships yeah. have changed. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why I love the, this, the idea of this, this movement, mainly because people are, are, are challenged or encouraged um, to get to know one another. So, mm-hmm. right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And we feel safer and we have more fun. That's right. Safer. <laughs> I mean, it's beautiful. It's so spot on. And that's so true. It's yeah, just so true. It's like, exactly what I feel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Last thing then would be like, you know, we kind of are at the beginning of our formal partnership. What what are you looking forward to 
creating together to doing together with a, with a neighboring movement. Ooh, wow. Maybe that yeah, last, yeah. last question, <laughs> man, it's yeah. only a giant one. Yeah. That's really. huge, right? He throws that out there, right? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm looking, I'm just really looking forward to see um, how this thing um, comes together and, and, and launches. That's what I'm really mm. looking forward to. I, I want to see that. You, I'm, I'm intrigued by your story, though. I'm intrigued by the the Starlings because that, you know, this is mm-hmm. this is nature, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that whole idea of being able to uh, be protected, but to to be able to have some fun. You know, mm-hmm. you know, knowing your neighbors can be fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. As opposed to all oh, look at old nosy so and so. You know, <laughs> right? You got one of those neighbors too. Yeah. yeah. You know. But, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 But that nosy so and so is keeping us yeah. right, right safe, right? Yeah, that's huh? right. That's right. There's a place for that. There's a place right? for that. Yeah. 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 It is. Well, I think I think what I'm most excited about with you on board is that you are a bird who knows how to flock like we do. Mm-hmm. You know, like we mm-hmm. we know how to pay attention in the same way and, and move in the same way. And I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how that takes shape. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I'm I'm excited because I think you bring a fire and a passion and a, a, a forward motion that like it's not like we've been dilly dallying around <laughs> know, but, but it, man keeping up with ricardo is like a, a it's a pace. sprint <laughs> so i mean to me it's it's super energizing and yeah so inspiring motivating all those things that you named at the beginning that's what i'm feeling when we yep. when we have our meetings and we start talking about what are we going to do mm-hmm. it's like we're going to do it Hey, listeners, Matt Johnson here. Uh, we're going to interrupt this episode because, well, I mean, really, because Adam just had, I feel like, kind of a mic drop moment. I mean, that was probably my best moment on the podcast right there. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. Are you going to retire now? <laughs> I'm going to retire. <laughs> I'm hanging up my mic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I love the whole Starling thing. So, And also, mic drop moment, but uh, also there's so much content from our our conversation with Ricardo that we're going to split this up into two episodes. So uh, we're going to wrap it up here, but come back uh, for the next episode and um, get to hear a little bit more about Ricardo's work, his many, many talents, and uh, why he's excited about being part of the neighboring movement. Yeah, we will see you next episode. All right. So until next time, happy neighboring. Happy neighboring. Happy neighboring.